I'm Cookie Miller, and this is Worth the Wait. Join me every week as I explore profound weight loss solutions beyond just diet and exercise, because a lifestyle change starts with changing your mind. This week's podcast is sponsored by Cookie Miller Coaching, a holistic online weight loss coaching service that aims to help women who have 30 pounds or more to lose. This program is for the woman who has tried everything and is serious about making a lifestyle change. Visit apply.cookiemiller.com to be added to the wait list and you'll be notified as soon as a spot becomes available. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Worth the Wait. I am your host, Cookie Miller, and today I am giving you five keys to maintaining your weight loss. Now, one thing I think we sometimes forget is that maintenance is actually the most important phase of dieting, right? Because it is the phase that we end up being in forever, indefinitely, right? Um, So before we get into this, though, I need to define a few terms because I'm going to be using them throughout the episode, and I got to make sure that we're on the same page. So when I say diet or dieting, I'm really referring to any point where you are purposely restricting calories to lose fat. Okay, so calories are going to be on the lower end, and you're probably going to be doing some form of exercise on most days. Now, when I refer to maintenance or maintaining, I'm referring to any time where weight loss is not the major focus. So you're a bit more lax, you're not super focused on the scale, and then you're working out maybe three or four times a week. So your calories are definitely higher than when you were in the dieting phase. Okay, so let's get into the tips. Tip number one is to use the 80-20 rule when dieting. So I know what you may be thinking, like, hold on, this is a diet tip, this is not a maintenance tip, but trust me, if you do not diet well, it will affect your maintenance phase. So I want you to look at this, whether you're tracking calories or macros, or even intuitive eating or following a meal plan, When you're doing something, you shouldn't necessarily aim to do every single thing to the T, right? This is a sign of perfectionism, which we actually talked about on the last episode. So if you want, you can go and check that episode out. It's all about how perfectionism can ruin your weight loss goals. Um, But something that I do with my clients is I give them a window for their calorie or macro goals. So if their calorie goal is, let's say, 1,900 calories, then I am not looking for them to hit 1900 calories on the dot every single time, right? I want them to aim for plus or minus 100 calories. That is the main goal. Now, if they have like a macro goal, macronutrient goal, and we're talking about protein in particular, and the goal is like 130 grams, then I'm looking for them to be plus or minus 10 grams of that 130 gram protein goal. Now, there is another way to look at the 80-20 rule, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen this or maybe even attempted it, and it's kind of like a forbidden term that I really don't want to say on the show, but cheat day right? It's having a cheat day. And the reason why it's the forbidden term is because I've just never seen it be successful long-term for anybody and including myself, right? When I was on my own journey, losing 80, 90, hundred pounds, 
that was not something that was successful for me, but I'm not just focusing it on myself. I'm thinking about the hundreds of women who I've coached at this point who have lost thousands and thousands of pounds totally. Um, I just have not seen the cheat day really being something that works well because a lot of people who have really major weight loss goals means that they got to that weight somehow and then it's probably interconnected with emotions and emotional eating and so when you go from you know really trying to eat well throughout the week and then you say i'm gonna have this one day where i can have whatever sometimes people like that which would be me people who are emotional eaters that is really not realistic um, for us but if you're someone who has a healthier relationship with food um, and feel like you can do that then maybe that may work well for you Okay, tip number two, do not stay in the dieting phase for longer than 12 weeks. And I got to be real, I actually think 12 weeks is too long, especially for people who have major weight loss goals. Okay, so I hear it all the time on consultations. Someone has been able to lose weight before, but has not been able to keep it off. And they find themselves in this position where they feel like they're always hitting a wall. And unless they can be disciplined enough to actually take a diet break, they will continue to hit that wall. So am I talking to you? Are you the person who has tried and tried? And it's like you get to this one point where you've lost this amount of weight and then you can't get past that point. If so, this is where you want to listen up. So you may be dieting for too long. And also you may be dieting with the expectation that this one diet phase is going to take you to your goal. And truthfully, unless your goal is like, you know, maybe 15 pounds or something like that, it's going to take you longer to do it the right way and to be able to get to a point where you can maintain the weight loss. So since you are not dieting for more than 12 weeks, but at the same time, you have a goal that's to lose more than like 15 or 20 pounds, right? Um, and you have already gotten to this point where you've hit this wall, then what is it that you can do now? Well, this is where the diet break comes in. And the diet break is where you raise your calories to maintenance level for a set period of time after you finish a dieting phase to allow your body to kind of reset. And in doing this, you allow your body the necessary time to recover from the stress of dieting. And then you go back into the diet phase where you will start to see that fat loss again. Now, what usually happens and where people tend to get caught up is that you get into this dieting phase and you're losing weight and you're doing good and you keep going, you keep going and maybe you get to that 12 week mark and you're kind of just like not seeing it move and you're like what should I be doing should I be doing something different do I need to do something more and maybe you do need to do something more maybe you do need to do something different and maybe calories need to be adjusted there's like so many things that could be going on but also one major thing to pay attention to is that you may just need a break like you may need that mental break your body needs that break to just be able to recover and not to be um, kind of relying on these calories that are really not enough right because if you're in a deficit then 
you're not getting in the calories that you even need to maintain your weight where it currently is and your body does need a break from that sometimes. So what that means is that if you are someone who has a major weight loss goal, you are going to have to go through several dieting and then maintenance, dieting and then maintenance phases. And a lot of times this is something that I have a hard time, right? Trying to get my clients to, to kind of get used to and know that they have to do this thing because it seems like, well, if I'm doing so good, why don't I just keep going until I just get to my goal? And the reason that you don't keep going is because your, your body just cannot, like it needs a break. Like you have to be able to take a break. And a lot of times you need that break mentally as well. And you're just going to set yourself up for success when you do it this way, because your body will be primed and ready to go into that dieting phase after that maintenance phase. Okay. But now I want to talk about what happens when we're in a true maintenance phase. So we're not going through the cycles of dieting and then maintaining, dieting and then maintaining. We're not going through that process. We have gotten to the ultimate weight loss goal or we're super close to it. And now we're at the point where we're trying to figure out how do I continue to maintain this? What does this look like now day to day? What is my new life going to look like? So I got a shout out to Katrina, who I actually spoke with on Instagram via DM. She is all the way from London and she actually requested this topic. So, hey, Katrina, thank you so much for your request. And Katrina has already lost her weight. And so she is wanting to know about what the maintenance phase looks like once you are at your ultimate weight loss goal. So these next few tips, girl, are for you that you would like to hear about on the podcast, please do send us a DM on Instagram at work the weight podcast. So tip number three is to be prepared to gain weight. And I know what you're thinking. Please, please, please do not stop listening. Okay. Weight gain is a part of the process. So in my personal experience and in my years of coaching, I have never seen someone hit their ultimate weight loss goal and then just never, ever, ever gain a single pound back. Um, And more specifically, I've never seen someone hit their ultimate weight loss goal and then not immediately gain a couple pounds back once they end the dieting phase. So most of the time you are reintroducing a certain amount of carbs into your diet, whether you were intentionally going low carb or whether you just were working on your calories or you were focused on your macros, it really doesn't matter. When you're eating more food in total, you're probably going to have a higher carb intake. And what that does is it increases the amount of glycogen that you're storing. So the great news about this is if you're someone who's going to put on muscle and you really wanna kinda look, have that really aesthetic look, the glycogen you know, being stored in your muscles really makes your muscles have this fuller look look. I can't really explain it. It's just like a a very aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing look that you see. And it is going to reflect on the scale as you gained weight. But something you have to be conscious of is that yes, you're gaining weight on the scale. But more than likely, if you are at the correct maintenance calories, you are not putting on pounds and pounds of body fat, your body is just restoring its glycogen stores. So the other way that you gain weight 
after a dieting phase is usually from sodium. So same kind of thing, right? You're eating less food, now you're eating more food. So you're more prone to end up eating foods that have sodium in them. You also may be completely drained from the dieting phase and you may not be paying particular attention to the amount of sodium in your food. So intaking more sodium right after you get off of a dieting phase can definitely show up on the scale because you are going to then retain more water, right? So the best thing to do here and the biggest thing I want you to remember is that you are probably not gaining body fat. It's really important for you to get yourself in the mirror and really look at your body when you see, you know, the scale moving in the in the wrong direction to make sure that you are not just beating yourself up over a number on the scale when physically we're not seeing like major changes. You're not putting on a ton of belly fat or you're not starting to regain fat in your arms or anything like that you are literally your body is literally just adjusting to you now being in a maintenance phase versus being in a dieting phase the next tip is to be aware that as you've lost weight both your dieting calories and your maintenance calories have changed so if you're someone who started at 250 pounds and now you've reached your ultimate goal of 170 pounds your maintenance calories are not what they were when you were 250 240 230 200 you are physically smaller and your body does not need the same amount of calories. So this is the same way that you could think about a child who is like 90 pounds or something, doesn't eat the same amount of food as maybe their 200 pound parent, right? For obvious reasons. So same kind of thing. Once you've lost a certain amount of weight, your body just does not require that amount of calories. So as we're talking about the dieting phase and the maintenance phase, it's also important to remember that your maintenance calories are not gonna be what they were at your original weight. They're now going to actually be lower. So what that means is that the biggest mistake that you can make is saying, okay, diet's over, like I'm just gonna go back to eating what I was eating before. And I did this so much and was so confused <laughs> back in the day about this, but you have to think of it as diet, you're not dieting just to be able to eat all the things that you were eating before. That is why you're making a complete lifestyle change. If you take this approach of just going back to eating whatever you were eating before and not caring, then you will regain the weight and more than likely you will gain the weight you lost and then some. And then that starts a whole other cycle. So what you can do and what you should do instead of just going right back to what you were eating before is to actually reverse diet and reverse dieting can help you to figure out what your new maintenance calories are if you don't have a coach or if you're just unsure. So reverse dieting is essentially ending the diet phase then very, very, like very slowly reincorporating calories. So maybe you're at the end of your dieting phase and you're at like 1400 calories and you're trying to raise those up because you're not going to try to live on 1400 calories forever that's insane right so you kind of slowly start to raise them and I'm talking like maybe 50 calories like per week that you're slowly raising your calories and at the same time you're monitoring your weight as you do that 
so what I would recommend here is to give yourself kind of like a limit or a set point as far as how much you are going to be gaining as you go into the reverse diet because again we really can't avoid that rebound even when you're slowly adding the calories in you're probably going to see the scale fluctuate and if you are a woman and you are considering your menstrual cycle then that's a whole other thing right we have to also consider if you're doing if you're starting your reverse diet around the time where you are going to start your period you may be experiencing bloating and cravings and you may already be retaining water so you want to either take account of that or maybe just align your reverse diet to start at the end of your period instead of starting it like you know at the beginning or when you're in the PMS phase to give yourself a better chance of being successful at this. Okay, now this tip is super important. This is gonna be the only tip that I'm giving that is not directly related to diet in particular, and that is to focus on getting stronger. So many people miss out on this opportunity right here when they go from the diet phase into the maintenance phase, but this does apply in both phases, but just especially when you're in the maintenance phase because you're not in a caloric deficit. You have more energy you're eating more food. So this is the best time for you to really get in the gym or get in your home gym and try to go for a PR, try to go for a personal record. That means try to hit or lift a heavier weight than you have before, right? Trying some slightly heavier dumbbells, or maybe you have always done 10 reps and you can start aiming for 12 reps or 15 reps, but trying to increase your strength in some way, this is where you're able to really recomposition your body. So a lot of the times, some people will really push to lose more weight, lose more weight, lose more weight, and they may not need to lose more weight. They may just need to focus on recompositioning their body. But that is like a whole different podcast that I'll have to do at a later time. Please let me know if you guys would like to hear more about recomping. So how can you maintain your weight loss? Well, we've learned that it starts with how we diet. So dieting using the 80-20 rule, not dieting for longer than 12 weeks, being ready to gain that scale weight and knowing and being confident that it is not body fat. It is probably just water weight that you're putting on from reintroducing carbs or just having more sodium that you're intaking. The next thing is knowing that your maintenance calories have changed and then focusing on getting stronger. So listen, I know that was a lot of information. I highly recommend saving this episode so that you can reference it when needed. But thank you guys so much for listening to Worth the Wait. If this episode or any of our episodes have helped you, please consider leaving us a review that helps out the show so very much. Um, you can also take a screenshot, guys, and tag us on Instagram at Worth the Wait Podcast. Tag me too at Cookie Miller, and we will make sure that that gets reposted on both the podcast page and on my page. So that's all I got for you guys this week, and I will talk to y'all next time. Bye.